jazz age living. Old fashioned sipping. Pizzazz ain't missing. Got the fact Welcome to uh, Sunday Punch Sports episode 6. A very special edition. Sean is back. I'm back. That was the crack. Hello, everybody. But we do have a third guest. It's a podcast panel. <laughs> I want episode 1400 to be. Welcome to Sunday Punch Sports. I have 50 people here now. It's like Comic-Con up in here. Okay? Bring it home. Let's get our, let's get our guest to introduce himself, please. No, I'm going to keep on. ranting. Come on. Um, okay, so, Steve, let you introduce yourself. Welcome uh, to the podcast, welcome, Steve. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Happy to be here. We, I met Steve at uh, Ian's place the other night. Everyone will get to know Ian eventually. He'll be on the podcast um, when we can get him here. Guy's very elusive. It's hard to get. Is he actually going to watch the football games later? He was promising about it, so okay, we'll see. So it's a 50-50 shot, then. Believe it when I see <laughs> it. A promise is a 50-50 shot. Okay, Steve, go, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, happy to be here. You know, um, I know there's a specific reason that I am, uh, I've been tasked here today, and uh, I am your resident New York Giants fan. Mm-hmm. Um, New York football Giants, if you will. Every podcast needs one. It's, it's, a, um, it's an emotional cycle. It's been an emotional, you know, 28 years for me, but uh, we're trending up. Trending up, trending up, definitely trending up. Um, to be in preparation for this, I was, uh, as you know, I was uh, watching hours upon hours of New York Giant podcasts. Uh, watching York, podcasts? Well, it's yeah, powerful. Uh, yeah, it's man. 2020, Sean. You can watch podcasts now. Welcome Much to like the ours. future. Much like okay? ours. Yeah. So, so watch Blade Runner for once in your life. Um, but uh, what was I talking about? New York Giants podcast. I was watching New York Giants podcasts on YouTube and listening on my walk to work. Um, I've never seen, I've never heard a bunch of a, a bunch of people more excited about a five and seven football team. <laughs> I feel like the hope is on the upward trend here. Uh, it was like me three weeks ago at the Bears when I referenced the Giants. Sunday Punch Sports, the only Chicago sports show that talks about the Giants quite a bit. Um, I was referencing the Giants, and I said, the Bears could be the Giants from eight years ago. Well, I believe that was correct that with correct. Eli. That was before they played uh, the Lions. Go watch that episode if you want to watch me. Go insane by myself about Matt Nagy. Circle insanity. Yeah. I pictured a dark room. <laughs> it is. It's very dark in multiple ways. Any lights um, at all? Well, they, <laughs> these <laughs> giant ones that are blasting us currently. Um, but uh, it was uh, the last couple weeks for the Bears have, have put me in. Uh, they're, they're not the Giants, okay? And But I think the Giants might actually be the Giants because their defense looks good. Uh, does defense still win championships? We are in Chicago. That is all you have here. Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. I, I feel like we have to be positive. Not the Bulls, that. not preseason basketball. No, no, no. <laughs> Gave up 120 points to a James Hardenless team. Fantastic. Hey, we will not take any John Wall slander here, please. <laughs> I do love the man. Yeah. Well, he hasn't played in over 700 days. Do you know that? I'm proud of him. He looked great last night. <laughs> looked fresh, fresh legs. Yeah. They, real fresh. Him and Boogie have that, <laughs> Too t- fresh. that Kentucky love. They still got it last night. They picked up where they left off. Yeah, well, Kobe White, uh, if that was a, a preview of things to come, this is where my life is, Sean. I'm watching Bulls <laughs> preseason basketball games. Um, but I think let's get back to the point here, okay? The New York Giants 
this year with a great defense. I had so many notes written up about DK Metcalf. So many jokes about mm-hmm. how a grown man mm-hmm. who wears a binky while playing the game of football was going to torch the Giants, and it just didn't happen. And why is that? I believe you guys have a nice cornerback. We have a number. The secondary is fantastic. No, you just have one. No, Let's get to no. the one. There's, okay, there's, build up to him, Steve. I will build up to it. The Giants D as a whole, coming after last year, we were 25th overall, 30th mm-hmm. in points scored. That is, it, was a, uh, it was an ugly year. And... It was coming into this year, you know, what you said about the Bears versus the Giants. I never would have expected us to be here. What is it, week 11 now? Mm-hmm. Where one fan base is so pessimistic, understandably so, I hate to say it, and one is so uncharacteristically optimistic mm-hmm. compared to New York sports fans. So it's kind of, uh, it's been a nice change of pace. Even even my dad, who is the most pessimistic New York Giants fan in the entire world, is calling me with like, one nice note per week, mm-hmm. which is better than it's been the last four or five years. <laughs> Normally, it's just words that these, the, the text make no sense. And you I'm, also, and I'm proud of you, son. Let's not get too excited. Yeah. When the Giants are good, I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that correlation, but it's very real. But no, but seriously, in 2020, you know, we're, as of today, ranked as the top uh, number 10 defense in the league. Um, fourth in rushing yards. 10th in total yards, 9th in points allowed. You know, last five games have been fantastic. 18 points or less per game. Or, sorry, average of 18 points per game. It's, and they stopped the Seahawks. And they stopped the Seahawks. And, mm-hmm. you know, DK Metcalf is a, is a monster. Russell Wilson's a monster. The biggest thing that I noticed and that, that's been in the news this week is with Russell Wilson and his time of release, leads the league, you know, Top top three in that every week. Last week, last Sunday, he was the worst in the league of all thirty. Oh. Is that because just no one's open? I think that's all coverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, our our th- our the big boys up front are great, but they're not phenomenal. Dexter Lawrence, rookie, was worried about him coming to the league, three hundred fifty pounds. How is that going to work in a league that's getting faster and faster? But the kid's a freak, mm-hmm. and he's keeping up with everyone, and I'm I'm impressed. I mean, Leonard Williams. Probably reached a little bit for him, overpaid the Jets for him. Yeah. Doesn't happen often where the Jets win a trade, but they might have. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's doing his job. He's doing a great job. And then um, I think that whole cornerback, dude. Who's well, the cornerback? So Bradford or? So Logan Ryan's free safety. He's yeah. killing it. And then Bradbury. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bradbury. Yes. So Bradbury's phenomenal. I think he's like, I think he's the eighth, uh, eighth ranked quarterback right now. But, um, Logan Ryan's currently ranked the number one free safety leading Pro Bowl votes. So, I mean, between the two of them, I, I have, I'm a big fan of Jordan Love um, from Notre Dame. He's, he's in his second year now. He's doing a great job. You know, he'll, he'll get there. Um, obviously, a little setback with the with the other cornerback with the legal issues that I feel very Wait, what bad happened? For him. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, um, I don't. The story is progressing in a very unique way. Give us way. the inside take. What <laughs> we happened? know you have the inside take, Do you follow take, him on Instagram? Because <laughs> I, I, then you can like really get it. They post it on their stories. They're not, they yeah, want people they, to they know. They want people to it's know. It's their chance to speak yeah. outside the media. Hello. So last you, I heard he was trying little out Little baby James Chiefs. Harden. Look at the Instagram stories, people. It's James very Harden's, interesting. He can't phone in his strip clubs. I don't know how <laughs> active his, uh, his Instagram stories might be. <laughs> uh, he's active in the strip club. I know that much. <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, what happened with the, uh, the other corner? John J. Baker. Yeah. I believe the same. So um, n- the initial story was that he, him and a friend robbed people at gunpoint at a barbecue. Oof. And things have transpired. And I, I would love to pull up the original stories. I don't have it verbatim. Or the, the 
updated story, but uh, bring it up. Come Sean. on, in. things are coming. Had you to, know how you're at a barbecue. Had to be a barbecue. <laughs> things too. are rising to the top had with, to the, be with a barbecue. the uh, God damn the opposing it. lawyer, where there might <laughs> Give be. Give me some... that rib. <laughs> I want that biscuit. Damn it. Wait, so that was obviously, that can't be true. I mean, the man makes millions of dollars in the NFL. The man makes a lot of money. I was definitely surprised. You know, first round pick. Yeah. Tough to get that far in life and throw it away at ex- a barbecue. Ex- yeah, excuse me for not knowing. Was he, what, 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 was he last year? Yes. So he okay. was, I think, the 30th So pick. still stupid. Still young. You know, still learning. Young guy. And, yeah. you know, people make mistakes and you give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, things have come out where there might be some... Um, issues with the other lawyer, maybe some legal violations that would make this entire story not true. So still developing. Last I heard, he was trying out for the Chiefs, and I wish him the best if uh, this is a whole joke and none of this actually happens. I feel very bad for him that his yeah. reputation was tarnished in such a way. You got, this the, is, you got the NFL bombshell pulled <laughs> this up. Is, this is DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar? Correct, yes. All right, so the... The subtitle is NFL oh. stars DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar carried out an armed raid at a barbecue and robbed guests yeah. of cash, Seal watches, six. including an $18,000 Rolex. This is back in May. Developing story. Because <laughs> tick tock on my wrist watch. You yeah. big Takashi fan, Steve? Um, I like to not be. He's the king of New York. I thought you might. Uh, <laughs> as he says, go to New York and say that. Yeah, <laughs> big Hulu special on the guy. Right I'm now. sure that would be genuinely appreciated in, uh, in my mother's neighborhood. I want to see Queens. I yes. want to see Takashi Six Nine at a Giants game. I, I, I think you're. I want him on the sideline. That's what they need. Just like getting the crowd, there, yeah. getting the crowd hype. <laughs> I think your point's well taken, though, Steve. I mean, like to to your point with with Russell Wilson and the time of release. When you have to go through your progressions, you have to go deeper and deeper into that decision tree in real time, that tells you the secondary is doing their job. And especially as routes are developing and or changing in real time, that the safeties are stepping up and covering the manipulations that those receivers are doing as they're moving down the field. I, I'm curious what the what Russell Wilson's rushing yards were that that game. I don't know. Like, was he having to... I have him on my fantasy team. He didn't do much. Didn't do I mean, much. he did his normal, like, I think he had like 50-something yards. So not much. Around, not much. Okay. Although, I can offer some insight. Russell Wilson the last few games. So I'm wondering if this may be like an, an anomaly for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, the last few games, Russell has not looked very good. Uh, he's on my fantasy team, so I have to watch every Seahawks game as well. Um, he's just not, you know, he started off super hot. I'm wondering if uh, he stopped, you know, studying as much, doing something. I don't know. I'm obviously talking out of my ass right now. Well, like, he started having like an MVP season, obviously. Yeah, and then he was like trademarking Let Russ Cook, which is always <laughs> concerning. <laughs> it's like, dude, pay attention. Like, okay, Cam Newton. Cam, Yeah. yeah. Are you going to start wearing fancy hats now, Russ? <laughs> so I'm curious, as, as, a, as a Bills fan, I've also sure. had you know years and years of suffering, masochism. My dad, by usually about game three in the season, says it's a draft pick year. We're playing yeah, for yeah. draft picks. That I know 13 well. weeks to go, we're playing for <laughs> draft picks. It's a long season. Usually, usually how things go as a Bills fan. So you know, I, I know that the Buffalo Bills started this year super optimistic behind our quarterback, our secondary, what we've kind of added in the in the receiver core as well. Take us back to week one. Where was the, what was the Giants' outlook? What was the mindset? Where did they think they were going? Um, ugly. It, it was going to be bad. It was going to be bad. 
Um, I would say I've been watching the podcast. Unlike the Bears, dude. I know, I know what the Giants are feeling early weeks. Okay, and that's the thing. So you know, I've lived in Chicago for twenty years. Yeah, real quick. Majority of my friends are indeed Bears fans, um, for better or for worse. You know, I, I do love the Bears as well. I've I've grown to feel my friends' sorrow. I suppose is the is the best way to put it. Um, week one, all the Bears fans were so optimistic, and I just kind of. <laughs> was like slowly trying to everybody leap. simmer down yeah well no 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 not even that i mean i feel like i was optimistic as well you know chicago's a better city when sports teams are above average true yeah. and we'll get ready for a long <laughs> winter <laughs> yes folks. it's gonna be it's gonna be cold you know but uh in a lot of ways um yeah. <laughs> cubs bulls and bears get ready people uh, it's it's ugly yikes blackhawks as well Ugly. Oh god, I forgot about them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't. That, follow that's the hockey. problem. But yeah. now I have. That's that is the problem. Yeah, the, the team with the dynasty, the <laughs> most recent to the relative Chicago well, sports when team. I, I got here, they were them. good, and then yeah. it was like every other Chicago sports team, they started trending in the entirely wrong direction. I got here, they had just won the World Series. The Bears were good. They were going yeah. to the playoffs. I don't know. I think the Blackhawks were good at that time. I get here. It all goes downhill. Well, that's that's kind of been a fun thing about Adam and I being in Chicago. You know, for for those that don't know, to our thousands of listeners, uh, transplants from Florida originally, technically true, and and coming to you know, I don't really know that Florida has, and this might be heresy to say, a, a dominant sports city. I don't think that it does. I never felt that growing up there. No. And in Chicago, much like other cities, and kind of the, the Northeast, the Midwest, even the West Coast to a degree, has like these big dominant sports cities. And I think part of our angle on this podcast is, you know, how are we adopting these teams in our new homes? And it's it's cool learning the histories, it's cool learning about the dynasties, the traditions, but it's hard to get here the first year, see powerhouse teams, Cubs, Blackhawks, Bulls not so much, but Bears with a lot of hope, and then just feel like sands running through your hands yeah. and seeing well, it all kind Bulls of slide away. I, the Bulls when I first got here, that was, I think, the D-Wade season. Yeah, that might have been. And the Jimmy Butler is still here. Yeah, I think J- they they, still here. they uh, made the playoffs, and then they won the first two games. Remember, Rondo was actually a bull. Oh and then God. Rondo Under got Thibodeau, Rondo, yeah, Rondo yeah. got injured, and then they lost to the Celtics. Playoff Rondo. You need playoff Rondo. <laughs> yeah, dude. very necessary. Yeah. But it is true, and it, it's, a, it's a city where when the teams are good, I feel like people start, like you said, the sand is running through your hands. You start, there's a ticking clock, mm-hmm. and people... I feel don't appreciate how good the teams are at the time. They're yeah. worried about two years from now, three years from now. They're worried yeah. about right now where everything has fallen apart. We're not bad enough for a rebuild. Not good mm-hmm. enough to really compete. Big brother up, uh, up north yeah. still kicking their ass. Yeah. yeah, It's purgatory. And it's it's truly purgatory. And it's the purgatory the Bulls have been in for how many years where they'll, they'll well, struggle their way into the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. Ever since 2012, 2013, I believe. It's that same seventh seed, eighth seed. I can't remember. The pace. Was I was a- drinking a lot at yeah. that time. <laughs> yeah, at that time. Yeah, things haven't changed too much, <laughs> but uh, the teams yeah. are no longer good. Uh, yeah, but uh, actually, speaking of the Bills, I thought I jinxed you uh, the other night. Yeah, no I, te- I text Sean. No kidding. The Bills are playing. I think it was. I don't know. Was that Tuesday? Was that Tuesday or Wednesday night football? I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> It I think it was Monday. It wasn't the Ravens' two thirty p.m. game yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a conspiracy theory. The NFL is trying to get football games every single day of the week. Before you know it, it'll just be like, oh, it's Wednesday, just a normal football day, <laughs> which I would love. Um, but I texted Sean during uh, that game, and it was classic Bills. They <laughs> they stop. Uh, fourth and goal, just like great Bills defense. Who are they playing? Do you remember this I, week? I can't remember. 
this yeah. week? Yeah. Get out. You're this, not even a Bills this, fan. This week it's Pittsburgh. They're, no, 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 no. This Pittsburgh week, but like, who are they? And they were playing uh, LA. They were playing LA. LA. Mm-hmm. Were they? Are they Rams? Yeah. Steve, no, no, look no. it up. I don't think that's correct. No, the no. Rams just played the Patriots this week. Yeah, that was on Thursday, so they wouldn't have played. Sean, Sean. What are you talking about? Sean. Sean. <laughs> Big, Sean, big highlight guy. Here, big highlight guy. I need you here, Steve. <laughs> Hold on. Because Sean's thinking the Bills are playing the Rams, the Tennessee Titans. You're killing me. You're ta- oh, you 49ers. Yeah. yeah. 49ers. Don't drive a wedge Too between Sean and I this soon. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a classic Bills series where it's fourth and goal at the one. The 49ers don't get it. <laughs> I then text Sean. I'm like, classic Bills football. You know, tough nose. You know, we're circle the wagons. Circle the wagons. <laughs> Immediately the next play, Zach Moss fumbles it. They get the ball right back at the one. I'm like, I just texted back, classic Bills. <laughs> they look pretty good, though, dude. Following the script. I was uh, I was very impressed with the Bills. A lot but of grit. Josh Allen looks good. A lot of grit. Bills are fun to watch. I, really I, fun. <laughs> Stephon Diggs. I mean, if they could ever figure out a running back, they yeah. seem to be going back and forth between Singletary and Moss. Both are decent. Know. Both are decent, but like... Singletary's like uh, Montgomery. Mm. Doesn't know where the hole is. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Runs straight forward. Zach Moss is the same way, but like giant. <laughs> um, but if they can figure that out and get a running game going, Josh Allen actually looks like he he's figured out the NFL. This this week will be the challenge against Pittsburgh. Uh, thankfully, they're at home. I think if they were away at Pittsburgh, it would be just really dangerous for them. But I'm, I'm really excited about being at Pittsburgh, or being home against Pittsburgh this week. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they're said, one and a half point favorites as of yeah. now, as of yesterday. Yeah, which is incredible. I mean, Steve said uh, Pittsburgh's the worst uh, 11-1 team ever. After I told him the Giants are the best five and seven team <laughs> I've ever seen. Give and get. I stand. I stand by that though. Watching them last week, that team. That was that the Steelers. That was ugly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate the Steelers. My uh, my family is from um, Maryland, Got and it. my brother is a Ravens fan. I'm also a Ravens fan. Do we Do we know anybody? Who's I a- like 19 teams. Whatever. <laughs> do who we- cares? I play fantasy football. You think I'm going to stay loyal <laughs> to one person? Whoever makes the money. Who's Who do we know that's a, a Steelers fan? Anybody? Chris Hall. Probably Chris Hall. <laughs> the, we're using a, a pseudonym just because we don't know if he wants to be that's respectful. called out. I support that. Yeah. Named, yeah. Yeah, his I'll name lie. is very similar to that, but... Yeah, <laughs> you dude, and your mic, that mic definitely that might that come up. through. Um, Turn your volume up very high. Folks. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't often like to bring this up about the Steelers, but did you know Ben Roethlisberger once went into a bathroom in Georgia and then told a uh, yeah. college girl uh, he whipped out his, you know what? It's a private his part. His Teddy Bruski. Start putting, <laughs> put, start connecting the dots here, Bears fans. He whipped out his, you know what, and he said, hey, it ain't going to suck itself. Mitch Trubisky he would never that. do that. That was in the transcript. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky would I, never I read that. the police transcript, <laughs> and his head is the size of a cheeseburger and sweats like one. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. Sorry. I, I picked up on that. <laughs> we're, we're getting that vibe. <laughs> Wasn't that the same? Was the Ben Roethlisberger was the Eli oh, yes, time, it right? Yes, certainly was, 2003. Yep. And Philip Rivers. Were they drafted? They were all drafted at the same time, right? Correct. So Eli technically first of the San Diego Chargers at the time. Oh, yes. With and the flip like, flop with uh, Philip oh, Rivers. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And Did you, uh, now looking back, looking back, are you still happy? I know he won two Super Bowls, but are you still happy? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I love Eli, you, man. You don't think Philip could have won two and maybe Not one more? Not with that limp arm. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that the old shot tie in New York City. Come can you, on, can you imagine raising eighteen kids in New York Turquoise City? Turquoise and bowling. You, know yeah. you know how much money it would, you would need he's got to make? Eighteen kids. <laughs> what did you? Like, where would they even live? You have oh to have a whole apartment building. For Talk, yeah, eighteen kids. Talk about baby God. <laughs> Probably a perfect segue. That was not Steve. What a great segue! Yeah, the, First the time in the podcast yeah. already. It's all segues. in the notes, people. Oh, the yeah, notes we that we've definitely been sticking here to the entire time. Um, I will get on. I'll, I'll get on the baby God thing, but I do want to finish that thought. So you are happy with Eli? Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. Um, I did want to get your thoughts on how they handled uh, his exit. Everything was, was good bad. except for one game. When they benched him. When they benched him. The respect that was given to him. Deserved, Smith, deserved, by the way. Deserved Gina. Unlike the New York media, media to be so respectful, so appreciative. Yeah. They normally just crumple people up and throw them out the door. And they were actually kind to him. They were actually appreciative. And outside of the one game where he was benched to break the streak. Yeah. Broke my heart. Yeah. Especially, it was wasn't that? Who was the coach even, at the time? Um, was that a Pat Shermer move? I believe so. Bill or, or was that the slick back hair guy? <laughs> Who was that guy? I like that guy. <laughs> oh, Bill Parcells. I think it was like <laughs> Bill Parcells. There are memories that I'm trying to repress that I do not want to dig up today. <laughs> what is that guy's name? Let's just start naming you remember him? bald coaches. <laughs> he was like, no, he's completely slick back hair and he always wore sunglasses. Yeah. He was another gimmick guy. <laughs> Like you know, I love gimmick guys. Ugh. Where's your visor, sir? I hope he's watching. I'm going to find out your address and I'm going to geo advertise <laughs> around your house, buddy. Well, speaking of, I mean, while, while Steve's getting that, that coach up for us, speaking of New York media, <laughs> easy simmer, drink you, drink your medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I start getting the shakes. That was uh, Ben McAdoo, by the way. Ben <laughs> McAdoo. Great name for a gimmick guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. McAdoo. How Especially long is he fun. there? Two years? They usually uh, give him one two. year. One. God. <laughs> That's how you know you're bad. Uh, excuse me. Two, two years. Okay. <laughs> but following Tom Coughlin is not an easy job. Yeah. Um, Maybe not the sweetest man in the world, Tom Coughlin. Not a player. Reddiest cheeks in the league. (laughs) Reddest cheeks I've ever seen. Truly, I was worried about his health constantly. But dude, he was like he's a winner constantly a winner. on the on the hot seat for like five years. <laughs> if he didn't win a Super Bowl, he would have been out of there. To have two Super Bowls with a point five three one winning percentage is has that ever can't, been done? No, I can't have it. I don't know. Before. That guy was a stiff breeze away from a stroke yeah. for about six <laughs> yeah, years. He still is. Is he still in Jacksonville? He was like doing I believe operations he's been run out in of Jacksonville. Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I think he like said like he was like trying to treat Jalen Ramsey like he was just a normal human, and so like they're like, yeah, can't be doing you that. gotta go. I'm gonna give you guys a, a, a quick hot one to play with here. Then I'm gonna go refill my beer. Uh, speaking of New York media, when you, go, you brought can you it up, get me sure. a prosecco. Well, prosecco juice. You got it. You got another. All right, coming right up. So. New York media, what do you guys think about the uh, Kyrie Irving Pawns comment that came out recently calling mm-hmm. New York media guys who are following him around, yeah, traveling? He's, he's right. I hate Kyrie Irving, but I think he's right. of the media. Um, I feel like it's... I hate him. I mean, I, I can't stand him. Yeah. I think he... But I think he was right in this is a bad response to a lot of people, a lot of the kids who love watching him too, talking about flat earth theories. Yeah, didn't he backtrack on that? I, I don't. He was him. like, I was just kidding. I don't follow him close enough to care if he's backtracking that. We yeah, say he, he, was said a, once. he was on he was on another podcast panel and he was like, oh man, it, he was like one of these guys that likes to like su- act like he's super smart and well read, yep. mm-hmm. and um, he was like, 
I just got lost in a YouTube rabbit hole, and it's YouTube. It's never Kyrie's fault. It's YouTube's fault for sending me this misinformation. We should give the social media overlords complete control of everything. I'm get that. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. Drink your medicine. Hey, I'll have my medicine. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue Thank on what you. I want to say and who I want to compare him to, and I will. Uh, don't bite your tongue. This is not the place to bite kinda, your tongue. He kind of reminds me of that quintessential. Joe Rogan podcast listener that just acts Uh-oh, like oh golly Joe, Joe shots fired Joe shots, shots fired Joe shots fired <laughs> the guy who's had a lot of beers at the party talking about how intelligent he is because he knows a couple facts yeah he knows the brief outline he of knows, every topic exactly just, just the Wikipedia like, page of everything that's who that's who Kyrie remember, like reminds me of yeah and he's accurate. and he's like how old is he now. It's, Kyrie? Like, it's, it's time to get over 30? it, I think. Probably 28, 29, 30. I think it's time to get over it, Kyrie. Let me take a look here. You know, it's like, all right, I get it when you're like, you're 23 coming out of, you know, well, he was 19 at Could the time. Could call 28, 28. So is that his shtick? Would you, would you call his YouTube uh, degrees his shtick then relative to the uh, NFL I think it's shtick? become a shtick. I don't think at first it was, at first I think he actually was like, I want to learn a lot, blah, blah, blah. And then like, then he found out like it was like a lot of hard work to actually practice a lot of basketball and then go home and then study. So then he was like, "I'm just gonna <laughs> like I'm gonna do the cliff notes and then at, and this will be my shtick." You Anybody know? can yeah. be a professional, and he's a Duke educated man and a professor. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Duke educated man. <laughs> but it's what like his it's like why do we even? To be honest, why do we care about Kyrie anymore? I mean, yeah, he point. hasn't been relevant in a long time. He has been injured. I, that's what I'm saying. He's been injured, so it's like, until you prove to me that you can make it through a season, make a deep playoff run, it's like, I don't really care what uh, what you're doing, dude. Back to your original point, though. I, I think it, I'm not I'm not a big LeBron fan. I'm not a big Kevin Love fan. Oh, you're not a big you're LeBron fan. You're not a big fan. LeBron fan? You talked to this guy about LeBron yet? I, 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 I don't want to go Let's there. get you a goblet of wine and get you in the barber shop. <laughs> I don't want to go there, But dude. I do think the Pawn's comments was... Comments were pretty disrespectful to yeah. the, the greats That's that Ryan. he has played with. That's right. Well, I don't know what the full comment is. Again, I'm talking out of my ass per usual. What was the full comment? I'll get to the, I'll get to the I thought quote. you were referring to when he was like, I'm not going to talk to the media because I don't want my stuff to be misconstrued. Oh, no. This is, these comments are in the last 10 days. Oh, really? Yeah. Read them out. I'll get you the full quote. Read them out. I was talking about when he was like, oh, which I, I respect. Like when Marshawn was doing that whole thing, Marshawn Lynch was doing that whole thing. Uh, where he wasn't talking to the media. I was like, I don't care if you talk to the media or not. Oh, yeah. But think about the genuine nature of Marshawn Lynch compared to Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. But like when Kyrie said, I don't want to talk to the media, it's like for me, I'm like, yeah, me neither, dude. I don't want you know, like just go play some basketball yeah. and I'll watch. And he, he is very entertaining when he's not hurt to watch. He's a great uh, ball handler, a great shooter. Um, now you could talk about the analytics of, you know, plus minus when he's on the court, but uh okay here it is here we go is this after he got fined this probably is after he got fined he got fined 25 grand uh which for him is nothing which but. just for the record he makes in three minutes oh wow wow you know that of Sean? basketball time wow so That's three minutes three minutes of pl- actual playing time the clock ticking he makes twenty five thousand dollars. That's insane. So, so to your point, his whole his whole angle here was totally worth it. Was making sure that he um, was was not being misconstrued 
Um, and, and the comment here is read it out, bro. Uh, I think this. I think this is it. Oh, oh god! Well, it's hard. It's hard to find it. <laughs> no, you have it right there. It's on the Instagram thing. This is right from there. NBA on ESPN. Yeah, but that is his Instagram thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he put with a, a black square first quoting. Malcolm X, I've had enough of someone else's propaganda. I'm for truth, no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who it's for or against. I'm a human being first and foremost. And as such, I am for whoever and whatever benefits humanity as a whole. Malcolm X. Pretty good quote. He then, he then, what's the word I want to use? And then, and then Kyrie, (laughs) then Kyrie Kyrie puts a Malcolm X quote and then is like, well, I'm equal with Malcolm (laughs) X. So let me put my own thought process. An interesting pivot might be the, what you're looking for. Let's use pivot. Yeah. I was going to use it editorialized, but I think pivot is, is is, is more appropriate here. Uh, Then from Kyrie quote, I pray we, we utilize quote, fine money end quote for the marginalized community is uh, need. Here we go. Especially seeing where our world is presently. I is doing I am, I am here for peace. The I and I love and greatness. So stop distracting me and my team and appreciate the capital A art. We move different <laughs> over here. I do not talk to pawns. My attention is worth more. End quote. I can't be managed. This I is, fired my manager. This is I when can't he be managed. Ref- refused to speak to the media. Interesting. Very interesting. So I read a little more. Is he healthy? Into this. <laughs> please. Please. So I read about. So obviously you saw LeBron's response. He was. Just mm. I didn't see LeBron's. Bring up LeBron's response. I can actually have it. You, I just, you, I just pulled you it have up. it memorized? Steve's got it. No, I definitely don't have it memorized, Steve's but I did it. pull it up. You know, to. Not verbatim, but essentially said, you know, I played with Kyrie for three seasons. All I wanted was for him to be the MVP of our league. And I, and is if that's genuine or not, doesn't matter. He's saving face. It's not genuine. No, um, no chance. The article, one of the articles I've read, talked about how, and maybe this is the rumor that's driving that drove the, the divide between two of them. But after things started to fall by the wayside, when they were both playing for the Cavs, hmm. there was a rumor that LeBron tried to convince management to trade Kyrie to the Blazers. Interesting. Can I can I guess for who? Please, Dame. I, that was not mentioned. Okay, it would have to be. But why be, right? why do that? Because he's annoying. I bet you Kyrie is super annoying because he recycles out point guards. True, but another ball dominant point guard is not what at the time I would imagine LeBron wanting to transition to. I wouldn't be so sure. LeBron loves shying away from, like, I mean, you'll remember Kyrie did make the game winner. He did. So LeBron loves shying away from the big moment. So um, he might have, oh. I knew that was going to be. A nice nice Chicago uh, day. It's not not a Chicago day until you hear some sort of ambulance. (laughs) Um, Go on, Steve. Go on, Steve. No, please. No, no, no. no, no. But, but, okay. So Dave. Talk to management. you said Damian Lillard. It's not confirmed, but super relevant relevant podcast here, Adam. <laughs> let's bring up the New York Giants from eight years ago and the Damian Lillard. Let's, let's go back in time. I'm here for him for the this round. This is a the time machine. Welcome know, to the Sunday Punch time machine. I know we'll work our way back to the Giants. Anyways. We we'll talk about bad years or we'll talk about depressing fan bases. Where's the notes? Can we follow the notes for once in our podcast? Episode 1400. I'm still not following the notes. We write them down. We ignore them. 
So he didn't. That's not confirmed, Sean. Not, Don't put that I'll out there. I'm putting that out there. This is going to be the title of the video. <laughs> Damian Lillard was supposed to be traded to the freaking Cavs. Damian Lillard to LA Lakers? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I actually, I'm going to get back. I haven't forgotten. Nope. Uh, actually, it. I filed it back into this breaking brain news section. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news as of 2000, whatever, 15, when this article came out. <laughs> um, Hot take. <laughs> league sources say that when James became convinced, I, I Irving could not be persuaded to stay in Cleveland. He suggested the Cavs front office to, to the front office that a deal Irving to the Blazers for all-star point guard Damian Lillard. The Cavs. Wow, dude. Sean was on this, dude. The Cavs. It only took him till 2020. The Cavs never called the Blazers. Look at that. See, it was breaking news. How could I have known? Wow, that, was, that seems like a really wow. stupid thing to do, not call the Blazers. What, 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 what's our source on this one? Wiki? WikiLeaks? This is uh, fake I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to release my sources at this okay, time. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> now we have to have him back. We can't tell he gets you. He's going to leave something in this place, don't you? Genius. Hey, man, I forgot my watch. <laughs> um, what was I just talking about? Uh, Before breaking news. So many things. So many things. <laughs> uh, you The filing part? Oh, yeah, I was filing that in the back of my brain. Um, what were you okay, Kyrie, I can't remember. Damn it, the it was going to be good. Episode 1400, the notes. I don't remember, whatever. It'll come back yeah. in a few minutes. So, Giants. Kyrie, Giants. <laughs> yeah, so, so the New York Giants, Giants. let's tie this in somehow. No, but Kyrie, uh, I think the, the culmination, the point should be, I agree with his media thing. Don't care. Would love to see him on the court again. Think he's highly entertaining. And what is basketball other than I want to be entertained? Um, I think they could be good basketball-wise. I don't think Kevin Durant and him will be good um, long-term-wise. Chemistry? Not chemistry. I think uh, they're just so very different. Well, they might not be different people. They're just very... Polarizing? Yeah. And I don't think, I think there's going to be at some point something that Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving perceives as a slight, and then it'll be a story. That's fair. And then it's back to the media thing for Kyrie, where he's like, oh, the media is doing blah, 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 blah. And Kevin Durant's on his 19 different uh, <laughs> burner accounts, like tweeting how Kyrie is like, you know, a, a cancer in the locker room or something. <laughs> I just think it's it's not a great situation, and it's definitely not a great situation for James Harden to get into. Ugh. It's like, oh, yeah, we want two uh, ball-dominating players on the team. I don't know why James Harden would ever want that in his life. As of this morning, number one trade target is the 76ers. Ooh. Because of Ben Simmons? I would imagine so. Harden wouldn't have to pass it outside. That's true. That's not a bad one. Another one I considered for him. Well, I considered the Bulls, but that's not going to happen. Um, I actually don't want Colby that. White. <laughs> no, I want to keep him, even though he's horrendous. At he's a, he's our James Harden. Um, no, I thought. Uh, now listen, listen to this little angle that I came up with in the darkness. Uh, James Harden. On the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I don't even know. Trade Clay Thompson. Kind of a shitty mood, but it's okay. It's a business. Kind of a you can move. just explain it away like that. Trade Clay Thompson. He's injured for the entire yeah. year. Can yeah. you trade an injured player? Like yes. Okay. Clay, trade him. 
and a couple first round picks. Get James Harden. Let's let's try and run this back in Golden State. It, uh, it's not a bad idea. From from James Harden's perspective, what's I mean, Clay the, has never been good at defense either. He could fit in and make yeah. a couple oh. threes. What, Clay's a reasonably good defender. Is he? Yeah. Clay's a really good defender. Really good defender. Clay's God. Clay's like he was the one who always Brian, covered LeBron. Edit that, ed- edit edit that comment out. Uh, like, he was like a top ten defender. No, he was yeah. not. No, no, he's, he's, Clay Thompson. Yeah. Clay's Clay's locked down. Clay's a great I'm, defender. I'm projecting in the future. <laughs> no. I'm always projecting. Oh, oh. he broke it. He tore his oh. ankle up okay. and his knee. You I think forgot, he's gonna be great at that. defense? I forgot about. That. I'm always thinking in the future. I never look, look to the AP. past. His knee's doing great. I never look to the past. <laughs> anyway, the New York Giants from eight years ago. Yeah, um, in the past. Okay, yeah. but what do you think about that? Why, why not? The why not? If he doesn't want to be in Houston, and if you're Houston, you got to think, all right, well, we're not going to lose him for nothing. Right. You got to think that Golden State's thinking, all right, well, we only got probably a short window here. So he's, he's in Washington now. Who? James Harden. Right? No, no. Oh, James no, Harden Westbrook. is still. Excuse me. Yeah, 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 still yeah. Russell Houston. Westbrook's in uh, oh. Washington. James Harden wants out, but he's still in Houston. He just didn't play last it'll, night. It'll clear nice cap space for Houston. Um, well, you still got to pay Clay. So if, if they take Clay, if they don't, they don't take like some kind of three-team situation. Uh, and if James Harden wants a ring, and I'm, I'm not really convinced that's his angle. I think he likes playing up, you know. I think it, it probably is now. Otherwise, why would you want to go to Brooklyn? I hope it's his angle. I, I, so if it is his angle, I don't know which teams give you that better in two years' time, year, year, two years' time. If you figure they need a year to get together, then the Warriors or New York. Well, if you're the Rockets, lucky. you also got to be thinking long term. You're like, okay, Clay will come back, right? Well, according to you, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clay will come back, you know, and we'll still have John Wallace. Hope that all works yeah, out, okay, you know, okay. and then we can go on with it. Like we've we've kind of worked an angle here where we can be relevant. Let's let's be honest here. They're trying to sell tickets, right? If James Harden's not going to be there, he ain't selling any tickets. So, I mean, neither will Clay, but at least it'll be like the hope and you still have John Wall, people will come. And then and then knowing that James Harden wouldn't be there, you'd be like, "Okay, in 2 years, Clay will be back. We'll have a decent yeah. team." Yeah. It'll be good. So there I I've one issue with this. Golden State would have to Oakland. completely fuck over Clay Thompson. <laughs> as of the list, betrayal. As of the list that I'm currently looking at, uh, Oakland is not a top 15 strip club city. Oh, never oh, mind. Roll it out, um, stats, Steve. They are currently listed in the Roll high teens. Roll it out. So I think that is something to yeah. take, take why into would consideration. He go? That's why he wants to go to Atlanta. Why? Yep. ATL. Hello. Why would he go? <laughs> That makes sense too, though. Him, Trey. Do you think that that the Heat would part with? No, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Well, Heat makes sense too, mm-hmm. but the Heat just said that they would not be willing to part with uh, Tyler Hero. Right. So I think that's a good call. I don't think that would work out. Plus, Jimmy Butler would hate him. Yeah, oh I think they'd eat each other. Jimmy alive Butler would room. kick the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah I think they Jimmy would eat Butler alive. left the Philly because he hated Joel and Ben. He was like, "Oh man, you're soft." Soft. Yeah. I think Jimmy likes his current situation. I don't see why he wouldn't. He's living yeah. in Miami Beach. <laughs> and is the man of the team. <laughs> He's the man. Yeah. Adam, give us your hot take about your years on Miami Beach. Oh, good times, wonderful people, some of the best probably ever. <laughs> um, it, uh, 
It was a good. <laughs> Did it make you more or less? Of I don't know. Fan? Miami Beach was weird. It was like I'm having a great time, or one night you'd be like, "This place is evil." <laughs> my, uh, I have a conscience. <laughs> my folks lived in South Beach from uh, '82 to '86. And what I can was only, that like? I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't the know the, I don't know the vibe. Beach? Come on. Mm. I only it's know. It's got to be nuts. How much neon were they wearing? I, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> how many, how ro- many neon lights were, how many roller were they skates they go through? <laughs> Those four years were not spoken about very often in my childhood. <laughs> during my childhood. I'm not, sure, not quite sure. Dark ages. They, they did follow that up with a New Orleans move. Oh, immediately well, after. Had to escalate. You get, the hankering. So, uh, you yeah, get that hankering going. Take your poison. Speaking of other diva players, did you see Odell? Come oh. out uh, uh, and make a little statement. Oh, he came about, out. Oh, uh, sorry. No, <laughs> not yet. Sorry. Um, totally backtracking. Did you Did you watch that or no? Yeah, I read it. I read. I didn't yeah. watch. I didn't watch. About it. I read how it was his a sabotage. It was a sabotage, and how he never it's wanted to leave New York. Always someone else's fault. Uh-huh. You I be responsible. He, Odell to me is LeBron to you. Oh really? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think okay. you understand my. Do you hate him? I don't like to say I hate someone who okay, I've never then met. No, then it's not near. <laughs> it's not even close. But I think if you... <laughs> the nearest to hate. The nearest to be. hate it could possibly be to a human being I've never met in my entire life. Really? I can't stand him. He Even when he was catching the one-handed grabs? One of one of them. Yeah. When he did that, you were when pretty he, excited. Yeah, it was you? sick. It was awesome. <laughs> it was a great throw by... He lived on it. For, he's still catch. living he's still on it. Yeah, he's still living in... <laughs> Living on that from a great a great toss by the king, Eli Manning. <laughs> um, really a better pass than a catch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was out of position. He just made a good catch. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't love him. I, I think that, weirdly, my, uh, my distaste for him is fueled by my distaste for Baker Mayfield after the comments that he said about Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's also an interesting thing because – that's the game that got flexed. Correct. Next next uh, Sunday night. I would rather have Daniel We're, Jones. It's so than, 2020, by the way. Yeah. San Fran, Dallas, <laughs> get out of here. We got Cleveland and the five and seven Giants. The least. Six and, soon to be six and seven. Division leading Giants. Yeah, the, yeah, that's true. That's another way to spin it. And division leading, or wild card, ample Browns. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, they'll fuck it up. They, they'll fuck it up somehow. <laughs> You're, you're not wrong. Yeah, they got still got to play the Ravens. I think I think that'll be a good game. I think the teams match up well. Mm, I don't know. You watched the first game between them. The team the Ravens not, Ravens destroyed them. These are two completely. I think different that was teams Week One right now. Look at the Ravens Week One versus now or the last three games, and look at the Browns Week One versus now. Yeah. Browns are nine and three. Well, they, the last three games. Well, there's RG three game, so that doesn't really count. Two, two of them. Last game was COVID Lamar. So he's weak. He's coming off the COVID. All right. Excuse me. What did Jordan do during the flu? That's true. I mean, Lamar, Winners Lamar win. Jackson. <laughs> Winners win. Winners tend to win. And he did win, okay? But uh, I think it's going to be a beatdown again. I, would, I, mean, I mean, now they have J- – the thing that's changed is J.K. Dobbins is the starting running back now. I'm fine with a beatdown. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. just – I'm cautiously optimistic that they will – It'll be a good game. It will be a good game, no matter what. Okay, but okay, we're on the on Sunday Punch Sports. The only place you can get Browns information. Um, no, we were talking about Odell though, and how you hate him. I really, really dislike him. 
Yeah. I think he's a diva. And he shouldn't have come out. I mean, dude, move on. It's like, it's over. Well, I mean, you you've been outside of New York now for a year and a half. He's backtracking. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get out of Cleveland. And it, that's, that's what you do. They have looked good. They, let's go more Browns information. They have looked better since he's uh, gone down. They've looked much better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that was a problem in New York. And one of, actually one of the notes I want to talk about, um, when you have players like him, when you have players like, I love, so I love Saquon Barkley, don't get me wrong. But when you have a polarizing player like that, you're found. In Saquon's a, polarizing? Hear me out in this one. Okay. From a play calling perspective. I think that when you have a player of that caliber, you force the ball to that person. Mm. And not only is it predictable, but it runs them down. And I think that it was an issue in Cleveland. I think it, it was, it's been talked about in the media, but it was definitely an issue in, in New York where, you know, Odell needed 10 targets a game, 12 targets a game. That didn't fit into the rest of the play calling, yeah. rest of the scheme. And I think that was an issue for the Browns where Baker was trying to force the ball to Odell constantly. Yeah. And now that the field's opened up, Look how much better they are. Look how much more they're, they're more fun to watch without their best receiver. How many teams can say that? It's a good point. It's the corollary of somebody sucking all the oxygen out of the locker room. When someone sucks all the oxygen out of the playbook on the field, the other guys don't get their well, numbers. Guess, they, like, they don't get their passes. They, they don't get their iterations with the ball. And it's always interesting that when you have individuals like that on a team who are just they have to be justified to the city. They have to be justified to the coach. Their their bill to the ownership has to be justified so much sure. that you end up in a position where guys get cut or traded away that could have had the opportunity to go to a secondary team and they blow up because mm-hmm. they're given a chance and they're given the ball and they're given the, the reps and the snaps. Uh, well, there's a, a big way. difference. I bet you there's no – in the back of Baker's mind, he's not thinking, I got to get the ball to Rashard Higgins or else he's going to have a – He's going to have a tongue lashing for me later in the locker room, you know. It's very real. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I think that that's a basis of my distaste for Odell, too, is how he made that offense one-dimensional. Andy's on the sideline, Andy's. head-butting fans. Yeah. Andy's. Like actual fans. Talking about an actual fan. Not one of my favorites. Not, not Steve. <laughs> he wasn't going into the stadium. Is there any more left? Of course. Um, do you believe in fantasy uh, do, you, do you believe in well let's go with uh, one versus the other or are they the same do you believe in football gods uh, yes absolutely um, do you believe in football gods Sean what's a football a separate god? and do I need to explain it more what's a, well for, for the viewership we probably should <sighs> a football for god is a god that only cares about football itself I can't I can't wrap my mind around like God himself caring about football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, would this be in, like, or the, is the, there a separate you're referring amount to the, of gods you're for referring football? To the, and then is there a separate amount of gods for fantasy football? And let me explain why. Because so I is, was watching. This is a Mount Olympus scenario in your head. Yes, there are, okay. there's men. There's okay. like, That's also what I was curious about clarifying. Are there, are there a number of gods in this instance? And are they, yeah, are they, and are there subsets? And they inseminate humans to create titans who are... No, in, incorrect, no. The Eli's Demigods, the yes, Eli Manning. I was literally about to say that same thing. So. <laughs> Let me break down... <laughs> Let's get into the genetics of gods inseminating humans. I, I know, we need it <laughs> at some point in time. No, but I do want to break this down because fantasy football, there's been too many things that have happened to me mm. where I've been sitting there and I'm like... 
This is impossible in a regular scenario. And it happens so often that I'm thinking there has to be fantasy football gods because, okay, here's a specific scenario. I'm watching the Dallas Cowboys uh, play the Ravens. Yes. Tuesday night. Tuesday night football is a thing. Um, and I have Amari Cooper, and it's a tie game, and he has Dalton Schultz, who's <laughs> a tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Legend. Legend. Gator. Gator. <laughs> Probably a gator. Not a gator. Um, and I'm watching the whole game. I mean, dude, Amari Cooper, when you look at it just like name-wise and like stat-wise, you're like, oh, you're going to easily win the game, right? You'd think. You would think. You would th- I mean, yes. And plus C.D. Lamb. Well, the, 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 I'm talking strictly fantasy football. I had Amari. He uh, had Dalton uh, Schultz. Okay, it was it. a tie game going into the night. Got it. At the fourth quarter, I'm talking fourth quarter here, Sean, three minutes to go, they throw it to Dalton Schultz. It's been neck and neck the whole game. Amari hasn't been doing anything. Dalton hasn't been doing anything. They both got like 50 yards. Dalton Schultz gets a a catch for 25 (laughs) yards, and I'm sitting there like thinking, you don't even want to know all that had to go right to get to this point for this guy. I mean, it's insane. The Almost amount. defying reality. It is will. defying reality. I'm being dead serious, okay? Um, it comes down, and he has won the game. It's first and goal from the one. And I'm thinking, well, there's no fucking way Amari Cooper gets a, a fade route from Andy Dalton right now. <laughs> they run it. First and goal. Don't get in. Ezekiel Elliott. Second and goal. They run it again. First and second and goal. Don't get in. Third and goal. Run it again. Don't get in. And I'm like... What could go wrong? I was like, well, Amari's going to catch a touchdown. I mean, this is the <laughs> fantasy football gods in, in action. I'm, I'm like watching. I'm like, I'm not even nervous at this. I'm like calm. I'm like, it's going to happen. And it did. Immediately, Amari does like this awesome thing, catches it on fourth and goal in the back of the end zone, toe touches. I win by like four points. I'm like, yeah, because the fantasy football gods love to create stress in me. <laughs> where I'm watching a Dallas Cowboys-Ravens game at, like, 11.30 at night, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there On a flexed. I'm telling you, that's happened. That's not in just the the one time. The that's not just one time. That's happened hundreds of times in my fantasy career. I mean, dude, you, you have players. You have all the—the the fact that it all culminates into one play at fourth quarter, and that's happened— Right. I'm, ta- I'm being honest. That's happened at least twelve times, at least a dozen, dozen times. There has to be something at work. Here. So, so, so the, the thing about deities, if, if you are reading scripture, if you're reading, you know, um, any kind of Torah, Quran, anything like that, I, a lot of it seems like they create the problem or the problem that only they can solve. Yes, that they only have the solution for. Fine. And I'm sure there's a lot of ways to interpret that, but it seems like there's there's a pretty well borne out theme on that front. And it's almost like they had to get it first and goal from the one, had to fail three times had on the run. Fail, had so to there completely was only stress me out one for three straight times. Remaining option. Well, no, the other thing was like normally yeah. in a goal line situation, <laughs> what do you think, right? You're either going to run it again on fourth and say, fuck it, I'm committed to running. We're doing this. Or you you do the play action, you throw it to a tight end. When you have a running back with a bull ring and a stomach tattoo that says, <laughs> that says feed me, and it is, it is, you have three chances, you have three, Ohio State, three Ohio chances, State product. three chances on the one yard line, yeah. and you do not get that. Come on. How's that, that guy is, getting paid? 
No, it's not even about that. It's about the gods it deciding is. that he does not deserve it. <laughs> yes, they did not deserve that. So, Steve, you're a believer. Uh, I mean, it, I am. I what have might, to be. Well, what he might has say, to be. He has to be. And this is the question. There's the fantasy football gods. Then there would be the football gods because then the Giants, let's go back in time again, play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Patriots are supposed to destroy – Tom Brady's laughing in the in the pregame uh, interviews. He's like, uh, Plaxico Burris only said you are going to have 17 points. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> 17 points? I can't even remember putting up that that low amount of points. Good old Plexiglass Burris. Plexiglass <laughs> Burris. And then you get to the game – and not only do they they play great defense, you have that miracle from Eli oh, yes. to get away and throw up. I mean, the guy caught it on his helmet. The helmet catch. That's a football god move, dude. You're not telling me that there is nobody, no deity involved in that. Are you telling me that? So if if it's an if if football god is intervening or fantasy god intervening, you you are making the case that there might be chosen ones or favoritism. Because they're picking. I don't who think there's chosen win. ones. I think the fantasy gods get together and be like, "How can I stress out Adam? The who most do we have money on? <laughs> it's all about me." <laughs> but like, they're just like, I don't know what's going on. But I'm just telling you, like, and then is there a difference? So, you know the point I'm speak, trying to make. Speaking of entities, and uh, <laughs> as an unbiased New York Football Giants fan, of in, um, in Greek mythology, Hercules had a half brother, Kratos. I'm, I'm, I'm we're, tracking. We're the god, god of war. God of, god of war. war. I'm tracking. Eli Manning stood up as the god of war in that uh, in that instance. So there are deities involved, and it was a walking deity on our <laughs> in our nation. Eli Manning. Where were you that night? Levitating. Uh, I was at DePaul University. I know where I was. I was I at. Know where I was uh, too. I was at a, a friend's. I don't want to dox him on the chat, but Jax. Sure. I'll call his name Jax sure, for sure. now. Is it close to his real name? It is. Reasonably close. But okay. It, it, nothing to worry about. That's our goal. I'm thinking about the Mortal Kombat character who has the metal arms. Oh, Jax. Goku. Goku, yeah. <laughs> no, Jax. 2011, I believe I was a, uh, I was a freshman at Paul University. Yeah. Um, was that 2011? Great year. Mm-hmm. It was. Interesting. Okay. I, I, That's when they won the Super Bowl. Your freshman year in college? Freshman year in college. That's amazing. Fantastic. It was pretty, it was pretty special. I was at a, a since-knocked-down wow. apartment um, oh, at a... Oh, wow. The old lacrosse house. R.I.P. On Wellington Avenue, right by Pani's Bread Cafe. Highly recommend. <laughs> We're sponsored by a bread cafe. Honestly, we don't even need to be sponsored. I love that place so much. <laughs> Pani's. I keep it in business. I'll pay them to talk about it. Yeah, cash only, go there. They're fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll never forget that. You know, I, uh, I was very stressed. I'm sure I was self-medicating with some, uh, <laughs> some King Cobra. <laughs> I was, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have very much money. Four Loco. <laughs> that was the year of the original formula yeah. for Loco. Don't get this guy um, started on Four Loco. I've, no, I've heard the rant. <laughs> I would rather not go down that, that road. But uh, episodes. It was a truly sure. tremendous, tremendous day. I'll, yeah. uh, a day I'll never forget. I know, I do remember 2007, I was in a, I was at a, a neighbor's house, another, another New Yorker who was all of 5'7", and he jumped up in the air like Mario and punched a <laughs> hole in his ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> when the Giants won. And it is an image that I'll never forget. I have not talked to that man in, I don't even have 10 years, but he literally spun jump up into the air. <laughs> it's me. And he was, he's not a small man um, in terms of stature. And uh, he, Who did they beat that year? He got up. Hmm. Patriots. Patriots. He, again? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Oh, yes. I'm happy to remind you anytime. <laughs> 
Who was on that Patriots team? That wasn't it's the same team, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom and Brady, and six and a bunch white of receivers <laughs> willing the team to the Super Bowl. Uh, Florida Gator Aaron Hernandez was on that team. A H, yeah, A H, Florida Gator. Uh, great tight end. Not Wait, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. He was on that team. Oh no, he would. Uh, Couldn't have been. No, he still would have been. At, he, at was college. At, he was in college. Yeah. In college, yeah. yeah. Second team for sure. Too bad. Second team for sure. That would have been nice, though. <laughs> Damn, that's intense. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was at my buddy Anthony's house. I remember because I was like, I was like, I was I was completely flabbergasted that they didn't first of all call the play down. I mean, he was literally <laughs> being hugged for 19 seconds, and then uh, when he threw when they caught it, I was like, game over. I know the fantasy gods yep. too well. They've Not spoken. the fantasy. At that point, it was the just the normal football gods. I was like, I know them too well, and there's no way in hell that that play just happened and the New York Giants don't win this game. To speak on your point um, with, the, with the gods involving themselves, you know, Eli Manning, while I love him, he's very good at the self-sack. And if he saw pressure later in his career, he would just crumple yeah <laughs> and wither. the fact that he did not do that on Didn't that play go down yeah he got he, had, he was almost completely wrapped up and he yeah. did not go down he fought through it and i think there is a some sort That's of supernatural a supernatural element mm-hmm. involved because yeah. he normally would go down oh my god he would yeah just wither but it was the super bowl it doesn't matter. <laughs> you it really doesn't matter. If you remember, remember uh, uh, when Cam Newton was in the Super Bowl and he fumbled oh, it, God. and then he didn't go to get the fumble. He was too afraid. <laughs> terrible. To UF Gator. That is true. Yeah. He won the MVP that year, didn't he? Did yes, he did. Him? Yeah, he did. He, he did. did. Denver, Denver bottom. Or Denver beat him and um, bought him. <laughs> we own you now, Cam. Careful. They basically did Careful. own him. In, in that Super Bowl, they did own him. Careful. He, but he fumbled it, and the ball's like right there, and he's just like, nah, I'm not going to get Why it. Would I mean, it's only it? the Super Bowl. Why would, you Why would I ever die for the ball? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that was Eli, and uh, that was an amazing Super Bowl. All the Super Bowls, I can't even remember, like <laughs> – half the Super Bowls. But like I remember last year was a great Super Bowl. Great Super Bowl. What was the year before that? Was the year before that the Patriots come back? I think so. Was no, that two, years, no, two years. No, that two years was the Patriots beating down the Rams. Okay. Not a great Super Bowl. Not a great Super Bowl. But the Patriots comeback was a good Super Bowl. Unbelievable. I watched that on Four a man, uh, right? on a satellite TV in the upper peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> that game. Fantastic. It was sounds wild. Whatever it takes. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, and it's plays like that that is why Steve would, would take Eli over Phillip. That's not Who why. had 18 kids? Now let's get into it, okay? <laughs> I was watching the, the Chicago Bears game, and it, don't worry, it's going to tie back. I'll tie everything together, like a nice little pretty present on Christmas for you. Speaking of which, to all of our Jewish viewers, it is Hanukkah right now. Mm-hmm. That's Begin, true. Begin the 10th, goes to the 18th, maybe, Steve? I believe it is okay. the 18th. Or right. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Season's greetings on November 25th. Or de- or no, December 25th. We'll get traveler. into favorite <laughs> Christmas Please songs traveler. later. Gorgeous. I have a very specific one picked up. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm tying it all together. It's coming together. Do you want your notes? Philip R- No, <laughs> Philip Rivers has 18 kids, right? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Kids. It's in your brain now. Um, I was watching the Chicago Bears-Detroit <laughs> Lions game, 
Mm. And Adrian Peterson scored two touchdowns in that game. The man is 35 years old. And I was just thinking to myself, because I had watched earlier in the week, I had watched a documentary called Baby God. And it is about a uh, doctor. Hulu? Hulu No, HBO Max. You You gotta have a couple shekels, Sean. Sorry. It's not Hulu. We can't watch it with commercials. Um, But uh, it was... uh, I'm getting the notes. It was about a doctor who was artificially inseminating his clients um, with his own uh, specimen. And uh, (laughs) and then... But not telling them. But not telling them. He was just saying, you know, they would come in. They couldn't have a. They couldn't have a, a baby. They're like, we don't know what's going on. And so this guy was like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And would say, have your husband give me his specimen. And then he would not use the specimen. He would use his own specimen and impregnate uh, the woman or girl at the time. And he did this like hundreds of times. Oh my and this God. was in Vegas, wow. of course. No, and um, what happens? There? I was just thinking. <laughs> He did, not say, say there. <laughs> did not did stay not, there. Did not stay there. No, he actually, he kept going on and on. This was in the 60s, so he kept going on and on and on. And then he was like 90, and then people were like doing like, uh, you know, uh, uh, 23 and me, and we're like, wait a second, we all have the same dad, and there's a thousand of us. What's going on here? What? Yes. What? Baby God, watch it. Um, and so that was happening, and so I'm tying it all together. Philip Rivers, 18 kids. I was watching Adrian Peterson. Oh, I see. So Adrian Peterson's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the Bears game, and I'm like, why couldn't he have impregnated my mother at like a baby cod scenario, and I could have been half Adrian Peterson? <laughs> I can answer your question almost immediately. Number one. Adrian Peterson is not a physician who has access to your mother. But what if he was? I believe he also would be seven years right. old. No, right. I meant an Adrian a, Peterson a pond type. donation. I meant an Adrian Peterson type. Also, he'd be not only having a, an MD and having completed residency. I meant a type, dude, not you Adrian Peterson. the question. I meant he looked and had the same genetics as Adrian Peterson and just happened to be a doctor. What is that, impossible? <laughs> Would there be deities involved here? No. There wouldn't have maybe, to be at this rate. Possibly. I mean, it is still half my mom. Would you still have the blue But eyes? I'm telling you, Adrian Peterson <laughs> at 35 looks pretty good. No, he's, he's, he's crushing it. He's crushing it. Can you imagine um, being a running back till 35? So, you need so, to have good genetics. So let's, let's look at Adam right now. Where's my notes? Hold on. Let's look at Adam right now. Steve, please weigh in on this as a statistician. Absolutely. Um, would, <laughs> the statistician. would How much different would Adam look if Adrian like would, Peterson had been dead? Oh, I'd look so good. You would be shorter. I think I'd be so shorter? Too. I think so, yeah. too. How tall is Adrian Peterson? I'll like tell six you right two. now. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. I don't think he is either. I feel like you somehow would still be short. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Unrelated to his height. How do genetics work, Sean? <laughs> Adrian Peterson's height is... 6'2". Tell me it's 6'2". Can we draw out some Punnett squares six here? 6'1". You're close. You're close. Thank you. Close. you so, Punnett square? Well, fine. I'd be shorter, however that works. You would probably, I don't know where my notes went. You would have less hair up on top. That's true. You may have committed battery at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot he did that. Ironically, <laughs> with your head as a battery. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we, I didn't cover a lot of these notes. What are notes? <laughs> So I, do you think your mom would go for it? 
But Adrian Peterson liked No, she wouldn't go for it. That's the whole purpose of the documentary. Oh. She wouldn't know. An Adrian Peterson type would have been like, yes, we can figure out the issue with you and your, your husband. And then the Adrian Peterson type doctor would have just artificially insemina inseminated my mom. And then I would have been in that Bears game running in for touchdowns. Probably, probably in the NFL. I think so, too. I think so, too. Well, here's... <laughs> Here's the Done question. with the notes. Here's the question I have for you, though. How many NFL, how many NFL MVPs, Super Bowl champions, have their children enter the NFL? So if Adrian Peterson no or idea. Adrian Peterson like individual, well, had well, I mean, look this, at dude, look at the Ball family. They're all in the NBA. But would their children be? Their I don't know. Be. That's why I'm asking you. You're the doctor here. So there has to be a higher chance of a secondary generation, you know, the second generation coming in. So like, I know you don't love this man, but LeBron James with, with his son. <laughs> so heard of him? people are comparing LeBron James Jr. to LeBron as far as how his body's skill developed, set and, yeah. how his skill set is, this and that. And they're, they're like, oh my God, he's so much bigger. bigger. He's so yeah. much like, look at the diets between these two individuals. Like, yeah. like how the way LeBron grew up and the way his mm. son is growing up. His son is a private chef. Yeah. LeBron did not have that growing Trainers. up. He, did, he'd had a, he has a gym in his house probably. Yeah. He has a trainer probably on staff every day. You know, he's going to a fantastic – I mean, LeBron went to a good high school too, but in his later years, not not initially. Mm -hmm. And the, the there's a lot of environmental factors that need to be taken into consideration when you talk about that. So, I mean, I agree. It's, it's, it's like this, it's this nature nurture thing, which gets into, you know, the whole, the whole genetic concept here. So at least as far as humans go, you know, 46 chromosomes, they're on 23 pairs. And the numbers to remember here are four, three, and 20. So four base pairs, they get together in groups of three, which are codons for actual amino acids. You get proteins from that and you build out your muscle, your neurochemistry, your, the color of your eyes, everything like that. So without, without getting too crazy about it, you know, you can have the setup genetically, but there's a lot of back and forth argument about like then what happens nurture-wise with your environment to, to build that. So I, I think you could have been an NFL player, Adam. <laughs> I guess what I'm getting Wait, at. Wait, without Adrian Peterson specimen? Well, well, I mean, people in the league now didn't have parents who are. So you didn't, I wouldn't say you needed it. But you would need a private gym, a private chef, and a special high school. It would have helped. Where'd you go to high school, Adam? It would have helped. Pope John Paul. Pope, Pope John Paul? The second. Oh, Polish guy. First Polish pope, by the way. Didn't know that. Dzień dobry. And um, I went to the high school. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, your history. Uh, anyways. Um, My other question about the doctor was, was he a bad guy? <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's borderline ethical. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like... I know, like, it was overall a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But like, you, all you doctors think you're God anyways. It pretty much. <laughs> Valid so, point, actually. So wouldn't he just be like, hey, I'm, like, in his warped mind, right, wouldn't he be like, I'm providing them a child when they didn't have, look, I should, should he have told them? Yes. But I'm saying, like, in his warped mind, he probably was like, hey, I'm giving them a kid. They're, they were going to need a donor anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm smart. I'm a doctor. I'm just going to give them my, my specimen, and they're just going to not know about it because he didn't know there was going to be 23 in me and everything about it. The, the, the question here is, what, what was the issue? Was it 
something on the I don't know to be mothers side, or was it something where where artificial insemination makes sense, or was it something yeah that on was the, a, on the to be father side, and who knows if that was explored, but you know in, I, the, yeah the, I think at a certain 80s, point he was just like oh you're having issues I'll just give you I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll take care <laughs> he of was it. like I'm not gonna do the research artificially anymore. inseminate yeah. and then and then sure enough um, interesting call out um, remember J Bone from the ski trip yeah. He might have some comments on this. I'm not going to say more, but he might have some interesting comments on Why? this. What has he done? I will, we'll, For we'll, the love of God. We'll, we'll let <laughs> Do him we have comment. to stop him? J-Bone, if you're listening, you know who you are. Sahersh, thanks for the name. Sahersh, thanks for the name. We'll update you off air, Steve. Um, there's, he might have some comments on this. But I guess my point is, you know, the, the difficulty with genetics is that human genetics are meant to create variability. It's intentional that there is variability in the creation of offspring so that depending on what curveballs are thrown from the world at our biological makeup, that something survives. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to predict what you get from your parents to you such that you are then able to carry on identical traits. It's not like you're being, it's not like breeding is happening. That's different. And you can get there, but it usually takes a couple of generations. The goal is just purely variability. I was just going to make a joke that it, it is it is more complicated than the Punnett squares that I learned in, uh, in AP Biology. We're about strictly eye color. <laughs> yeah, because I thought Maybe. it was very simple. <laughs> this is how I could breed a superhuman race of people from my body. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if Adrian Peterson artificially inseminated my mom, I'd be in the NFL right now scoring touchdowns, spiking the ball in our turf. Well... Can I go into a, a quick a quick news story recently in the last week? Yeah, sure. So, Was he a bad guy? We never got to the end. Oh, oh, sorry, baby guy. The baby doctor. Guy. Let's talk yeah. there. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's no question. Uh, yes. There's no question. But do you think he thought he was a bad guy? I think those those individuals usually don't. And here's the question: if if you're approaching this from like a, a materialist philosophy perspective you know your consciousness my consciousness the way we think our moods our outlook it's all this output from neurochemistry in our brain which you could argue is at least somewhat dictated by our genetics you know the amount of serotonin GABA, you know um, uh, GABA uh, all these different neurotransmitters in our brain that's consciousness our mood our outlook on the world it'd be interesting to know what his children think and how they behave because arguably if, if you want to know like, well, they're all like how genetics work how many people have a similar mindset to him or hybridized mindset with the mother in this situation and if his goal was to make more people like him but the goal of genetics is to maximize variability how did they end up i don't know you didn't watch the doc I'll watch it. Um, I'll find some shekels. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do get into that, and they're all like, uh, "But it's unethical." They all wrestle with it because they're like, "Well, I wouldn't exist without this guy, right?" And I am like, like some of them are like pretty smart. So would it? And then like one of the guys' dads was like a raging like alcoholic and like left the family almost mm. immediately after. So he's like, "Well, I mean, if that." Was my dad? Do, am I grateful that this guy did this? Or, they're all wrestling with some issues. I just want Adrian Peterson to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to just get me saying, to the NFL. Saying if I can make the NFL somehow, I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that they're sensitive to the sociopathic nature of yeah. uh, the and entire. And then it's like, thing. is he? Yeah, is and he I mean, me? he's truly a sociopath. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's there's no question about that. And 
to think, I think it would be very eye-opening. That's not even the right word. I, I think it would be kind of terrifying to think that, that those genes could be floating around in your own body. Yeah. And just to know that, oh, I, I have sociopathic potential. Maybe I don't have the tendencies as of now, mm -hmm. but part of my genetic makeup is, I mean, is includes in, that in line with you know serial i mean it's a it's questionable it's weird like i, I would, I would yeah. put him in the same mental frame space as like a serial killer almost where you're taking away something from somebody yeah so i i, I would I, I would liken it to rape it's a it's, it's yeah. an unintentional delivery oh, okay. of genetic material like for offspring so I couldn't, to, I couldn't to get you woman. to say he was a good guy. <laughs> so you're not, that was my point. You're not because then I wanted me. you to tell me that and be like, well, maybe. It is. And then I was gonna say, well, he also molested his kids. I, 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 <laughs> I think it's akin to rape. <laughs> there we go. Because I didn't tell you the end. I also did not see the documentary, so now he molested his children. Did he have a spouse? So the weird part is he molested his first kids. Yikes. Then he adopted two girls, and then he never molested them. What's the deal with that? I'm not unpacking that. I'm not touching that one. Yeah. Steve? I'm good. I'm passing you the ball. I'm, I'm <laughs> passing it right back to Adam here. Is there Hot any data? All right. Is there any therapists out potato. there? Why would you start with the molestations and then stop suddenly? You would think it would be a pattern. Well, he clearly has a conscience. And then if he was... <laughs> clearly. If he was molesting, is that separate? Is that like, did he still think he was doing a good thing? <laughs> this guy's in jail, right? Like, this guy's definitely in no, jail. He no, he died. He died in 2006. He, yeah, he was, like, he was like 95 years old and just died. But did he? <laughs> no, not really. Or is he drinking? He's got thousands of kids. Is he drinking moon juice with Jimmy Buffett in no, the Caribbean? Yeah, <laughs> they're all in Argentina with, That's the, really, with yeah. the Nazis. Yeah. Right, with the Nazis. All right, well, I'm glad I could bring that up. That's, that was really my main point, and I got to it an hour in. <laughs> Um, okay, look, I know that the camera is going to run out here at a, uh, um, an hour 20. So, we Ooh, that's, that's, so that's I want to then transfer here as per tradition. I want to go back. Um, it's Christmas time coming up again. Mm -hmm. Let's end on a happy note here in this podcast. Oh, I'd love to. We've gone through our... Favorite Christmas, Christmas songs. songs yes. Yours was what again? Uh, it was Carol the Bells. Oh, yeah, it was like, dun, 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 dun. and then That's mine it. was uh, oh, yeah. either Smashing Pumpkins or uh, Tom Petty, it, depending the mood. Uh, How much eggnog uh, Christmas you got Christmas all over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the new stuff. I'm not a classic guy. Um, I think I sent you the Snoop Dogg one. So Pretty good. good. So Fire. Good. Actually, my mom was like, I'm surprised he didn't bring up my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> she said Let's her favorite her Christmas out. song my mom's favorite Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is to Get Crunk. Wow. You're kidding. It's by the Dirty Boys, in case you want to check it out. It's this is YouTube. your mother? Actually, let, wait, I think the Dirty Boys will never see this. When's I'm going to play the Dirty Boys. Nine We're months outro. from Christmas? We're outro Dirty Boys. <laughs> outro Dirty Boys. All, it goes, All I Want for Christmas is to Get Crunk. <laughs> Great song. Have you run past this with Don Guetta? Is he okay? Don Guetta. <laughs> <laughs> is releasing new music. Oh. Yes. Uh, actually, a funny story. Quick aside, and then we'll get into Steve's favorite Christmas song. Um, Sean, then after I contact Don Guetta, <laughs> who is literally just a, a Southside Chicago rapper, uh, great music, check it out. Um, 
Sean then uh, texts me. He's like, hey, we should go out to this outro on the next one. And I look up the guy, and it was like the main actor from Blind Spotting who almost won an Oscar. Guilty. And, and now is making music. And I'm supposed to like get this guy's permission. I got to go through Warner Brothers Studios to get this guy's permission. Shoot or shoot. He didn't. <laughs> I did. I messaged him on Instagram. He didn't respond. So we're going to go out to either uh, Dirty Boys or Don Guetta again. Another song. I don't know yet. And uh, and it'll be great. But before we do so, Please. Hey, I wanted to thank everyone. And then we'll go out on Steve's favorite Christmas song. Thank you for doing this thank again, you. Steve. Thank you for coming by. Thanks for and having me. We're going to watch Steve. some good college football after this. Steve, favorite Christmas song? Go. So I was between two. Okay. Iggy Pop's White Christmas. Never heard of it. Let's let's play it after. Or DMX, Rudolph the Red, uh, Rudolph the <laughs> Red Nose Reindeer. Is that an actual song or is that just like some sort Don't of Instagram tease us, click? Steve. Uh, please watch this. Is it an actual song or did we just, is it just it, the YouTube clip of him doing it for like 10 seconds? Honestly, good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> that's His about, favorite song is a 10 second YouTube clip. I am I'm not a big Christmas music guy at all. Uh, it's Christmas it's, it's only because, it's because I don't want to start hearing it before Thanksgiving. And after, yeah, and I've, been, I've heard it too early and I'm yeah. starting to get away got from you. it. You're not listening to the right stuff, dude. Very Give special. Give me pop, White Christmas. <laughs> Any day of the week. I'm going to forward you very special Christmas. They got like 1 through 25. It's basically the now music of Christmas. <laughs> they get the popular people at the time, and they get them to sing Christmas songs. And I'm talking rap music, dude, and also Smashing Pumpkins. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, cheers, boys. Thanks for the way out. College Salud. football. Thanks, thanks for having me. Danke. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.